Benjamin Macy Memorial Hospital must have been five miles into the forest and seven miles from any modern road. I say modern because the road that had initially connected the hospital to civilization was dilapidated beyond repair, not that any legitimate excuse for having to traverse the road still existed. I remembered in one of my many readings concerning the hospital an excerpt regarding a Dr. Kirkbride, whose work went on to set the American standard for asylum keeping. He created a humane and compassionate environment for his patients. He believed that the beautiful setting restored patients to a more natural balance of the senses. Yes, quite beautiful. The property was simply magical. There's no other way to describe it. The building rose four floors and had wings expanding upon wings in either direction. The forgotten structure was rival to that of a colossal ocean liner of today's standards, nestled in the desolate reaches of these long-abandoned mountains and woods. The front of the hospital sat above an expanse of a few acres of cleared brush and open field. At the far ends, we spotted foundations of security posts and guard towers, probably built to ensure no patient inadvertently wandered off into the unforgiving woods whilst under the care of the state facility. Nature had begun its slow retaking of the property, with small natural gardens and the beginnings of forest expansion tiptoeing back onto the long-since-maintained hospital campus mall. Bits of moss, vines, and graffiti littered every reachable surface, standing as the only indication of where the building stood in its unending struggle of nature versus a former product of proud humanity. It was surreal. It was not particularly frightening, although the obscurity of its existence gave one an inkling of uneasiness. The collective song of many a seasonal bird whistled through the man-made valley and attempted to settle any trepidation that the monolith may have previously created. However, once we entered the maw of the stone structure and found ourselves and our shadows shrinking from the light and melting into the natural darkness of the cement cavern, any and every ounce of reassurance dripped from our being. As a monument to our poor judgment, lack of adequate preparation, and general fear, consider this image, a group of four high school boys, barely on the cusp of puberty, walking shakily into a forlorn stone and concrete hospital, with a sole hand flashlight as our guardian and guide. I always find myself smiling.